The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, it gives me pleasure to welcome to the show Pat Leahy, former Assistant Garda Commissioner, uh, to talk about this announcement of an additional €10 million Euro in funding uh, by the government for overtime shifts for the Gardaí in an attempt to increase their presence in Dublin city centre. Pat, as always, you're welcome to the show. Um, I mean, is this a, an effective solution to the problem of getting more Gardaí on the street? Hi, Kieran. Well, it's uh, very welcome, and uh, I suppose it's important to see that it's for the city itself as opposed to the city centre alone. So I imagine that all of the divisions across the uh, city will have access uh, to this fund, and I imagine as well, look, that it will be supported by a strategy with objectives, measures, targets, actions, and performance indicators. Uh, But ultimately, the measure will be uh, some sort of a feeling of safety index or a feeling of safety survey so that people can feed back into it and say, look, either they feel safer or they don't. That's what's going to be really, really mm. important uh, about this. And they'll have to have an implementation structure because, look, $10 million is a lot of money and uh, people will need to know that they're getting value for money in relation uh, to this. So once the uh, deployments take place and they'll be temporal and they'll be geographic at key locations, I would imagine, and uh, they'll have to have uh, supervision, they'll have to be supervised, so there'll have to be a proper plan, a proper implementation, and uh, I imagine that they'll resource some custody suites across the city to keep the members out so that when an arrest is made, that they can deposit them at the station. They don't have to stay there and do all the paperwork that they can return to the beast. Yeah. And uh, a custody suite will actually process those prisoners very effectively and efficiently. I think that will probably be part of the plans in most areas, but it really will be judged at the end of the day by a feeling of safety index or a feeling of safety okay. survey. Um, and that can be done quite quickly, actually. Yeah. I guess uh, ten million is is a lot of money. It could be a hundred million, and it wouldn't matter if you didn't have the actual guardie to take up the, the the offer of overtime. I, is that another issue? Well, look, overtime by its nature is uh, dealing with the same pool of people. It's just offering them additional hours. And look, uh, you can't force them to do it. But I do imagine that people will take it up, provided provided it's properly managed and properly structured, which I expect that it will be. The chiefs and the supers out there now across the city will be looking at this and saying, look, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to make back some ground. And uh, they'll put some energy into putting a plan in place and accessing the funding that's available. And the members themselves, once there is an appropriate structure in place and they're supported and they're not burnt out and they're not in for hours, Mm -hmm. as I say, processing prisoners, uh, I think they will take up uh, on this, despite the fact that they're probably tired, they're probably uh, under pressure, all the time, but I think if it's properly supported, properly supervised, and it's a proper structured plan, which I absolutely expect it will be, I think members will take this up, and I think it to be welcomed. But from the minister's perspective, look, it's it's a it's a it's a stopgap until people come out of Temple Moor yeah. and the long-term members take up their positions. So look, it's very welcome. It really is. Uh, so, Pat, when you look at this kind of this need for uh, an injection of ten million euro to fund overtime, you, you look at Garda numbers. Uh, you look at the, the the issues that have been in the headlines this week. Uh, issues that individual Garda are bringing up around kind of uh, uh, Garda or rather GSOC oversight, you know, upwards management, paperwork, that type of thing. This potential for industrial action coming down the tracks. I mean, is it is it fair to talk about a crisis, a potential crisis in the ranks of Garda Siakana or, or in your view, is that still a little too far? Well, look, I'm very slow to label anything uh, a crisis, really. Look, everything can be uh, solved. Everything can be addressed. It's all about dialogue. It's all about engaging, assessing the situation to see, look, define the problem. 
what is causing the difficulty uh, here? And there are a range of difficulties. And I do think it's time for, for a new discourse on policing, uh, despite the fact that we had the Future of Policing report uh, and it was implemented or, or it was in its implementation phase. Policing changes so quickly and the policing environment changes so quickly that change has to follow. And if it doesn't, if it's not implemented, if the change doesn't take place really, really quickly, then you lose the impetus and so much changes around you, the change is no longer effective. Mm. So look, these huge mammoth changing programs, generally speaking, are out of step with what's happening internationally. It has to be short, sharp, and very much focused on what you require right now, and you must implement it accordingly. These long-term, drawn-out uh, change programs, they really don't work. They run out of steam. It's like technology. The environment around you changes too quickly to be waiting the two five, 10, 15 years for a change programme. So I think it's time to get back in around the table, have a, a discussion about what do we need from policing and from our police service right now and over the next two to three years. After that, you're looking too far into the future again. Yeah, which is all kind of very rational and reasonable, but you know as well as anyone that, that sometimes kind of reason goes out the window when relationships break down. And I wonder to what degree... We might be getting close to that, you know, talk of no confidence motions in the Garda Commissioner. Well, look, I mean, look, that that, that is um, something that has been mooted. It's out and about there at the moment. Uh, it may never take place. And it's it's all about industrial relations. And again, nothing is beyond possible in terms of fixing all these things. But it does, it does require people, as we know from, from, from history, you have to get around the table. You have mm. to speak. You have to acknowledge people's uh, positions and uh, you have to sit down, you have to negotiate. I mean, that's across all strata in life. That's the way life works. That's how you make progress. But look, uh, I wouldn't be discussing or using the term crisis at all at this stage. Look, the the, the guards will uh, persevere and they will continue to work as a police service. I would have no doubts about that at all. But look, are there issues? Of course there are. And there always will be in a, a policing context. Is it still an attractive enough prospect, the, a, a career as a guard? Look, all I, all I can say, Kieran, is I spent 38 years in policing. I'm out now just over two and a half years. I loved every single moment of it. And I look back only with fond memories uh, of it all. Yes, I can stand out now and I can consult on policing and I can offer uh, advice in some cases or just an opinion in other cases. But when I look back on my time, it was a most enjoyable career, which I would not change for, for anything. So look, for me, it has always been a positive career. I still see it as a very positive uh, career. But look, there are issues and there have been significant changes over the last uh, five to ten years. And we do have to address them to make it attractive now for this generation. Pat Leahy, former Assistant Garda Commissioner. Pat, as always, thanks a million for joining us here on the show. Jim is after getting in touch on 087-1400-106 and he says an extra €10 million Euro in Garda overtime will make little difference because one, the young thugs will go in one door and then out another to reap havoc because our laws are too weak and the thugs will even get free legal aid and two, most guards know about all of that and so we'll do very, very minimum for the maximum they can get out of it. Sad but true. Well, so says Jim anyway. John and Limerick, he says the government seems to react rapidly when criticism, such as a tourist assault, for example, 
Then we get more guards in the beat. It's a joke. Citizens raising these issues for years fell on deaf ears. That is according to John and Nimrick. And a serving member of Vanguard Shia Khan is after getting in touch as well to say members don't want overtime. What we need is manpower and proper leadership structure. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.